and welcome to Porta Vista, episode 219. My name is Ben, and I am here at the Australian Institute for Advanced Podcasting. With me here is the director of pointless podcasts from media companies who believe they should have a podcast, because that's what media companies do, but don't actually have any ideas for a good podcast. It's Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hey, what's happening? Really looking for some significant cut through on the latest episode where we're going to talk about uh, en- engagement. Yep. We're going to be doing engagement with d- demos. Engagement yeah. with demos. Uh, Is that the name talk of the about- podcast? No, it's 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 just it's a topic for an episode. I, th- I reckon we can string it out to six, seven, eight minutes. Yeah. Um, then there's all the ads in between for other media companies, and then you know, that's that's probably an episode. That's quality stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's and it great. needs to exist. It needs to exist. It needs to exist because you have to put out podcasts. Because if you're a big media company you know you got to have one of those and it doesn't really matter if you don't have anyone that works there that would be good at doing it Mm -hmm. or if you have any good ideas yep you just sort of you just put it out until people you know no no one would notice if you stop so you can probably put out like 12 or 13 then just sort of call it a day yeah then you just kind of taper off you know yeah it's best for everyone involved also with me is uh, the director of the kind of political podcast where every episode they somehow end up talking about Julia Gillard's misogyny speech. It's Theo. Hey, hey Theo. how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm thinking we could do a deep dive this episode. We can really oh. get into the uh, the issues, the um, the happenings, yep. uh, the zeitgeist, political. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's let's do it. Um, okay. Are you are you ready for a completely toothless take on uh, the um, the situation that we got going on? You know, in um, yeah, I'm I'm hearing politics. reports. I'm hearing reports that uh, Pauline Hanson got silenced, and she's a woman. So she she is a woman, and that's yeah. really a it's really a, a, a defeat for women. I'd say mm. so. In you the political can't... battleground. It'd be impossible to take a side on this because you don't want to be misogynist, but you don't want to be racist. So yeah. I think the easy way is to play a clip of her talking and then just say, "Ooh, that was spicy." Yeah, mm. she's got some controversial opinions. And spicy either way, opinions, yeah. I'm getting paid. Hmm. Yeah, By I'm getting paid a wage for a podcast. <laughs> That'd be crazy. I uh, and maybe I guess we'll be able to shed some light on this, but I've not introduced him yet, so he can't talk. Now uh, I want to know so if. Allowed. Uh, our dear friends Tom and Demi on BigSoftTitty.png get paid uh, money for being on Sans Pants Radio. I would love to know if there's a wage involved in that. I'd be deeply curious. Um, good well, on them, though. Let's hassle that, them about it. At that point. bag, if they have. Uh, last but not least, from the independent Australian comedy podcasters who started with a very clear premise but have slowly given up and just changed the premise to reading any text on the internet they find that's funny... Uh, it's radio broadcaster, television host, podcaster, and hum's boyfriend, Michael Hing. Hello, Podcast Institute. It's yeah. um, thrilling to be here. Uh, I, can, I can give you all the goss on um, on Tom and Demi's finances if you'd like. Please, yeah. What's the what's the go there? Because it seems like they are almost stifling being in that environment, actively <laughs> talking shit about all of the ad reads they have to do. Hmm. Well, not yeah, ad well, reads. Uh, Sorry, just they also space did uh, not just ad reads, but also roles. And when they first started, they uh, when they first got on that sweet gravy train of podcast <laughs> money, they were doing they were rolling out ads for ASIO. Do you remember this? Yes. Remember this? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> the Australian spy agency were trying to recruit people through the podcast of Tom David Walker and Demi Lardner, who are both um, nominally comedians. Mm. Uh, certainly true. certainly they not would describe for themselves. any kind of active duty, inactive duty, um, reserve duty. <laughs> Completely unqualified, I think. They've just, found the perfect an, job for them. Just an <laughs> ad that says, you can help us stop people like these. <laughs> Keep an eye on exactly these types of personalities. Isolated, feeding into each other's insane beliefs. <laughs> yeah, no, so they, they, they did that for a while. And um, I, as a, a friend of theirs, brought up not just that... Um, I, I, it's an interesting moral quandary there, because you are taking the money of a uh, an organisation that is... Presumably, um, you know, um, at the at best, morally questionable. You know, there's some murky, mm-hmm. there's some murky territory that the spy agencies have to engage with. But at the same time, if you disagree with what they're doing and you're taking their money, you're you're actively like, like that's money they aren't spending on like drone strikes or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, you're bringing them down from the inside. So you know? it's always morally right. To be on the payroll of fascists is what you're yeah, saying. Well, that's this is the. I mean, you know, I honestly don't know how to. I, I mean, I'm too stupid to work, to work out what the what the what the what the smart thing to what the right thing to do there is. Hmm. I mean, they're getting money from podcasting, which is you know, if you can make that work, you've done pretty all right. I thought you were going to say it's already already immoral. Yeah, they're getting money from, bank, from podcasting, which is morally bankrupt. <laughs> I like that they have, you know, in a time when um, making money from comedy has been made impossible because of uh, the novel coronavirus, they mm. have just what? pivoted to pure ins- uh, to pure insanity. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, it's great. The, the, Tom drives a truck full time on the internet, <laughs> and mm. uh, between that and podcasting, they can pay the rent. Uh, amazing. Well done to him. <laughs> Very happy for them both. I think I watched like 10, 10 minutes of a Demi stream and I lost all of my peripheral vision. Um, <laughs> kind of uh, sort of completely disoriented, just wandering through my house um, saying Demi to myself over and oh, over again. What the, the recording she has of her saying Demi. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's a horrible little mutated blob of herself. Kind of <laughs> splotches across the screen. Yeah, two truly disgusting individuals who I love very, very mm. much. Awful Absolutely. people. Horrible criminals. <laughs> she uh, premiered a, a new bit on the one that I was watching. Uh, uh-huh. It was Mr. Bane. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it sounds like? Is just, it a combination Just her of... doing Mr. Mm. Bean bits in the Bane voice. Mm. Can't mm. argue with that. No, I mean yeah, I don't know what your argument would be. A year. What's your <laughs> no, argument? No, no. Don't, <laughs> please stop, please stop. Uh, so, uh, Hing, we've brought you on here. Um, woo! You know, because you're we're very, on the grill. We're Are you generous. here to interrogate my political beliefs on this hard-hitting <laughs> political podcast that yeah, I'm that's sure right. hasn't changed in the past um, 400 episodes or whatever? Well, no. From no. What, what I heard from the last mm. episode of Big Soft Dude up PNG is that you are their most right-wing listener, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to hear. Yeah, that's know. right. I outflanked Tom Walker on the right, despite the fact that he went to Shore, a very fancy, probably the fanciest private school. Um, in Sydney, but and you know, I, I assume you're competing with him from the basis of having gone to another fancy Sydney <laughs> private school. Yes, well, per, I mean, the school I went to is actually so fancy that if you utter its name, agents from the school will come and murder you. So yeah, that's fair. I'm sorry, right, not we- what one does when you specifically, uh, you know, <laughs> scummers when you do it. 
<laughs> they come up to Queensland and just murk you for having yeah. dared even speak it aloud. Um, uh, no, look, obviously things are taken out of context on the internet. I'm not their most right-wing listener. Well, actually, who is? maybe I could be their most right-wing <laughs> actually, listener because everyone who listens to their show would be like the most... Um, the most left left leaning, um, you know, people. And personally, I, I, I will say, I believe in um, currency. So, um, yeah. I guess that makes me a fascist in some people's books. Yeah, that I probably it's puts a, it's you a very. Furthest. I think it's a very uh, pro like anarchy kind of mindset that they're that they're putting out over there. Yeah, it might not yeah, be explicitly yeah. political, but they're definitely mm. endorsing anarcho communism through their crazy <laughs> antics. Yes, I agree. <laughs> So, we, we didn't bring you on here to um, interrogate you about your politics. What we uh, have done, because we're very generous, uh, mm. is that we're helping you to promote your new televisual program. Now, I note that despite the fact how you complained about how many podcast appearances you were contractually obliged to do mm. to promote this TV show, you did not approach us. Well, um, because honestly, mm-hmm. I thought this was still a um, political podcast. I genuinely did. And yeah. I was worried... Uh, that I would be prevented from appearing here on on here because of my um, uh, the work SBS neutrality. No, for the AB- for the ABC stuff because I work because oh, I work course, at the ABC yeah. and I'm not allowed to come in here and say like, you know, Barnaby Joyce is a so and so or whatever. ASIO is um, bad. Working for ASIO is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you might actually be fired. Uh, <laughs> um, no, we, I mean, we are allowed. To, sorry, no, that, that, that I, sh- I shouldn't try and misrepresent what I'm allowed to be and do and say as a as a. I'm allowed to have opinions as an ABC presenter, company mm-hmm. man, company man, company man. But um, it just means that you know, inevitably, there there is the the small possibility that someone's going to um, make a, an official complaint because I appeared on this and talked about Barney's choice or whatever. Yeah, sure. yeah. Someone will. And then I've got to respond up- to it. A recording of us from about two years ago where we said we would like to shoot Caleb Bond with a gun because of his politics, and then they'll play a clip of you on this podcast, and then you get mm. fired from being one of the primetime Triple J hosts. And and look, you know, and it, and, and no, I don't think I'd get fired, to be honest, um, but I think I would- um I think I would a definitely role. have to respond. I'd have to, like, write a, you know, write a fucking letter to someone or something. Do you think- Would you get a, would you get a talking to? I've had talking tos for less. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind a talking to, you know. Occasional talking to keeps you honest. Uh, That's true. That's true. <laughs> anyway, it? all right. So, the topic of today's um, show, who would we shoot with a gun? All right, yeah. Ben, you're up first. <laughs> Based on their right-wing political opinions. Let's go. We actually, we do have another new segment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't have to involve we'll people in the well, pipe it's fine. segment. I, yeah. You know, yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to do whatever. Yeah. Uh, I was it was it because they were doing it for the ABC the uh Finding Drago the part where they recorded the speaking to they got because oh man Alexi so tried funny. to yeah record a librarian without their consent while asking about the existence of a book so funny yeah they got in trouble Alexi Alexi and Cameron James <laughs> if you haven't heard their podcast Finding Drago go and listen to it it's so good um but uh yeah yeah exactly no Alexi. He wore a wire. Yeah, he, he wore a wire to the library, <laughs> and then got and then and then tried to play it for the a, for the ABC people to be like, "Hey, are we like to put this out," and they were like, "Absolutely not!" And so they got the person who was getting them in trouble into the studio and recorded that person rousing on them, and it was it was really good content. Oh, what a wonderful program! Uh, stop this podcast. Don't listen to it. Go listen to the first season mm. and probably the second season. I've not listened to it yet. Of Finding Drago, it's truly incredible mm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Andrew, you've had a bit of time there to work on a segue. Have you got one um have you got one going? It's bare bones. 
It's pretty yeah. bare bones at the moment. <laughs> okay, no, I'm ready for it. Careful. Well, getting yourself fired from the ABC <laughs> for going on an extremely stupid diarrhea-centric podcast, that is simply one of the last things that you would want to happen. You know? <laughs> and that leads us to our segment about the thing that you wouldn't want to happen. Now I can't find my theme. Oh, no. There it is. <laughs> this is the one thing we didn't want to happen. This is, of course, uh, the segment where we talk about um, people who had a thing happen. That's the one thing they didn't want to happen. This is a story yep. from WJW News, Ohio. Uh, haunted house actor accidentally stabs boy he was trying to scare, police say. I reckon he scared him. Oh, yeah. Successful. <laughs> well, well accomplished. Done. I don't think he was trying to scare the kid. I think so we wait, can take that part who? out of the headline. The kid stabbed the haunted house worker or the other way around? Other way oh. around. Haunted house actor stabbed the boy. Uh, I bet he here. got a talking to. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Legal sat him down and was like, hey, just let hey. me know. <laughs> and uh, of all the things you, you can't do, this I was just thinking the other day about that fucking Sweeney Todd high school play. Where they used a real razor blade and Used yeah. a real razor blade and they slit a kid's throat in rehearsal and then they Fuck. S- slit a kid's throat on the night. They did it twice. They yeah. did it twice. <laughs> was this what? Where was this? That's this is wild. this is a like a um, a New South Wales private school. Is that right? Yeah. And they so put the, on a show of might be the one you went to. Maybe who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, we'll never know because um, we can't you know, say it out loud. The, yeah. Well, I was going to say the 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 agents also had that Men in Black pen, so they would have made everyone forget. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this drama teacher put masking tape over a genuine oh. straight razor. Well, because yeah, they put the masking tape over there because the they'd already cut someone on the throat once, and they're like, oh well, no, we'll I th- put I some think, tape I over it. It had had tape over it both times. Oh my it was, god! It was it was the like there was sort of surprise that if you take a straight razor and put pressure on it, it will cut it will through cut masking through tape. tape it turns. That's yeah. the thing about <laughs> blades, <laughs> is they tend no, to cut d- through. Yeah, we've covered the razor in butter, and we think that'll be a protective layer. (laughs) We're pretty sure it's going to move so fast it's just going to skip off their throat. No damage done. I I got the kid's neck with olive oil spray before we went out. There's definitely a protective layer there. It's going to be fine. It's lightly salted, like just like when you're when you're in high school. Um, uh, I the the shit that. I mean, I don't know what the what Queensland's like. I imagine you're all very responsible up there. But in um mm. in New South Wales, where I uh, went to high school, um, there was a portion of my high school where I went to um, Carringbar High School, which is just like a local um, public school. Oh yuck! And well, some so of the stuff that, it for a while. Interesting. Well, hey, hey. <laughs> some of the stuff that went on there, um, there was. A you know like the, the Bunsen burners and, and whatnot that you mm, have on the yeah. one of our gas taps um, was just always on and you couldn't turn it off. <laughs> there was just a, like a leak in the room through one of the gas taps and the and the teacher was like, yeah, don't go, don't light any flames in that corner of the room was kind of the rule. Um, yeah, Good. yeah, great. <laughs> this sounds like my school. I went, I went to I went to public school in Canberra, and I remember that kind of thing in science classes and also that like. Uh, woodwork and metalwork were just the weapons manufacturing classes. Mm. <laughs> you're making shivs in there like you're in prison. Kids made um, they they used the lathe to make little little billy clubs. That was, and, that's adorable. Oh, and uh, and like uh, would use the tin snips and sheet metal. 
and then they would cut out shuriken. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And and then like people would would run around and throw them up into like the the ceiling of the classrooms. So in any given classroom, you could look around and there would be like this big, extremely sharp piece of sheet metal stuck into the roof. And that's just good stuff. That's so dope. My uh, my friend went to a uh, went to a different school, and he uh, to, to I, and he did a thing called autom- automotive mechanics, like in, in year twelve. And his automotive mechanics teacher, or whatever, like the auto teacher, just got them to fix his car, and that was <laughs> during one of the things. That's so That's good. good stuff. That's Which good is hustle. just you know just School getting the kids so putting the kids to now. work. <laughs> It really does yep. suck. It's time to learn yeah. how to clean the spark plugs on an AU Falcon. <laughs> like, I totally understand that, like, the majority of teachers are underpaid and heroes. But we, we've we all been through school. We all know some of them are fucking dead shits as well. Like, oh, yeah. The moment you have the realisation that, like, half the teachers you had were, like, 23. Dude. And you're just like, oh, yeah. fuck. Dude. Jesus. Why don't we let them in charge of kids? That seems insane. In in the same way that I, I look back on, like, my childhood best friend like through primary school and um at the time i was always like man his place is so fun there's no rules Mm. his parents are never there making (laughs) anybody do anything Uh oh dude no one ever has to take a bath you know (laughs) um like (laughs) dream actually i was just talking to my um my parents about that the other day because we were talking about like um i've i've got two little kids and we were talking about like that whole thing of trying to figure out what's age appropriate to show your kids. And she was like, yeah, I remember you coming home from that kid's house, having watched an R rated movie when you were very young. And I was like really genuinely pissed off about it, you know? Um, But yeah, like uh, in the same way that on reflection as an adult, I've gone, Oh, that family was just in extreme poverty and having a really bad time. But for mm. me, I was like, no rules. Everybody can do whatever they want. We can and have as just- much ice cream as we can eat. And it's the same thing with school, where as an adult, I can look back and go, oh, like a third of my teachers uh, hated. They fucking hated every yeah. kid just that they interacted drinking. with. Didn't want to be there at all. Just do- doing like full on abuse to people in classes. <laughs> Classic public school stuff. Mm. I'm also not allowed to say the name of that school. <laughs> uh, but that's because of an NDA you signed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the settlement. Uh, from the story here, an actor at an Ohio haunted house accidentally stabbed an 11-year-old boy on Saturday, police said. Don't do that. Officers were called to the Cuyahoga County Fairgrounds in Beria shortly after 8pm. The boy arrived at the haunted house and was approached by one of the actors who was carrying a large Bowie knife. <laughs> The police report said the 22-year-old man scraped the knife along the ground in front of the group and then stabbed at the ground near the boy's feet to scare him. The knife went through the child's croc-style shoe and cut his toe. Croc-style, huh? Croc-style, but not not actually croc-branded is the implication, Mm, obviously. If it was an official (laughs) croc-branded piece of footwear, we all know they are knife-proof. That's why they built them. That's what they're famous for. They're comfortable and they are armoured. Well, that's why hospitality staff all wear them. It's because they're completely knife-proof. That's why, yeah, people that work in kitchens, crocs, can't put a knife through it. I actually actually have no idea. Is that real? I have no idea if you can put a knife through a croc. I I think it's just because they're comfortable. Yeah, sure, it's because sure, they're sure, easy sure. to remove. They're like slip on. You can absolutely put a knife through a crock. Yeah, I started that as a the, joke, the... and then when you said that, I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm stupid and I'm dumb." Wait, and maybe I've that's actually... true. <laughs> Are these made of titanium? <laughs> I'm picturing the cops with a little notepad. All right, your son was wearing Crocs. Whoa, I didn't say that. 
<laughs> croc my, son style. Was wearing, my son was wearing shoes in the style of a croc. They're croc-like, croc-adjacent. <laughs> Croc-esque. I, I didn't say crocs, okay? Uh, Look at the shoes. Are you telling me that looks like an official croc? Count the holes, pal. <laughs> Uh, staff and officers treated his injury. Then the boy put his shoe back on and insisted on finishing the haunted house. Hell Fuck yes. yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Ride Get or it. die. Yes. <laughs> Go off, King. Go off. Never say die. In this house, we never give up on a haunted house. <laughs> Put, put me back in there and let's see if they've finally got something to scare me. Yeah, fucking round two. <laughs> round two, ghost, let's go. Sorry about 22-year-old. you with a gun. Right in the eyes. Yeah, I've got my ecto-pack on. Let's <laughs> fucking go, ghost. Uh, police said the actor admitted that using the knife was a bad idea. What? Yeah. Fuck. Uh, he said he didn't intend to hurt anyone. Officers confiscated the knife and the boy's mother requested no criminal charges. Fuck yeah. Mafia. A murder. <laughs> the code of the fucking, you know, whatever. <laughs> no all... cops. Fuck you. Look, you know you know the dangers when you go into that haunted house. <laughs> you might get stabbed in the foot. Yeah, you know what you sign up for. It's like Which a tour is... of duty in there. This would fuck me up because, like, I'm a, I'm a pretty... You know, anxious person as we all are. I struggle really badly with things like haunted houses and roller coasters. So I have to like the whole time I'm on them, I'm, I'm reminding myself constantly that there's no actual way you can get hurt. It's like a, it's not a real ghost. It's not a real ghost. I'm trying to know? get rid of my panic response by being like thousands of people go through this every day. Nothing happens to them. This is normal. It's just fun. Mm. <laughs> but obviously you could get stabbed through the foot. So I'm out. I'm done with haunted houses permanently now. I feel bad for the guy because he had a shit day at work, you know? Yeah, you yeah. Like, accidentally stabbed one boy in the foot. Stabbed a kid he definitely got a talking to. Yeah, He, he would have got a talking to hey, from Derek, the mum. can you come outside for a little bit? <laughs> Look, first... Is, first this about he, the, is this about the stab thing? It's the stabbing, wasn't it? <laughs> Just, the come the Just come out the back. Just come out the back. So he would have got a talking to from the family, definitely. Um, I'm pretty sure the police would have given him a talking to. Definitely got a talking to from work. And then his knife gets confiscated. Oh, that's a shame. Probably his best Bowie knife. His you know? perfectly legal knife that he had on him at his job at Haunted House. I have a permit for that. Of course, it's only natural that if you're going to stab someone with a knife, uh, that that knife will get taken away from you. But there's another kind of thing that's natural. Is nature. It nature? Yeah, it's nature. <laughs> Country roads, That's right. Uh, it is time for Nature Corner. We talk about nature. This is a story from the Swindon Advertiser in somewhere in England. I don't know it's where probably Swindon, Swindon is. I imagine. Yeah. yeah, Swindon. It might be Swindon. A uh, couple distraught, the sudden fireworks lead to deaths of their exotic rodents. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> exotic really How is the only thing that adds a kicker to this. <laughs> mm. Uh, a couple who breed and raise exotic rodents are distraught after a sudden burst of loud fireworks caused several of their animals to die. Neville and Mandy Townsend have lived in Highworth for 28 years and spent two decades left looking after possums, voles, zebra mice and other little creatures, which are then sold to private owners, zoos and even Longleat Safari Park. Hmm. 
Wow, imagine, pretty imagine hitting one of those guys with a blunderbuss. <laughs> That's a very specific thing to imagine. I'm hunting the most dangerous game of all, <laughs> the zebra mouse. <laughs> I hope zebra mice are what they sound like. Mm. That'd be nice Zip. if it's just a nice yeah. little stripy mouse. Wait, just for once. What do they sound like? Just a strappy mouse? Is that what you're saying? Strappy yeah. mouse? Yes. I think it's strappy mouse. Why? Well, I, I thought maybe it could have been a tiny zebra, but yeah, strappy mouse a, also works. Or a zebra-sized <laughs> mouse. Oh, I'm no, this. They're stripey, but not in a zebra way. Stripey How the funny would it be if if zebra mouse didn't refer to the stripes, but referred to like a a mouse a mouse with like half a mohawk? You know, <laughs> that'd be <laughs> cool as fuck. Like, oh, that's that's the that's the thing we think of when we think of zebras, guys. It's not the stripes; it's the half a mohawk. The famous mohawk that zebras have, and no other creature has. <laughs> it's actually because they're hoofed. They're hoofed mice. <laughs> It's because these mice cannot be tamed by humans. That's why. <laughs> I mean, we can probably tame zebras, surely. No, no that, that we have that, and that also taps out everything I know about zebras. But um, I'm pretty sure they're like <laughs> they've never been tamed. Oh, I this mean, could be me getting into trouble. I'm pretty like, sure they've never been tamed. When you say never been tamed, you mean they've never developed the ability to learn or commands. Never been domesticated. Can you tame a zebra? I mean, people zebras have them as pets. Cannot be domesticated. Hey, what? they cannot what? be domesticated. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know, but I'm at the fucking Library of Congress, yeah, all right? This is the Library too. of Congress. That's, that's pretty hard and fast, like... Yeah. Oh, well, if the Library of Congress says it, it's done. Sorry, has the American government ever lied to us before? I don't think so. <laughs> no, okay. you're right. That's a fair point. To, be, over here. to be domesticated, animals must meet certain criteria. For example, they must live in a house. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they must carry a briefcase to their 9 to 5 Monday to Friday job For example, they must have a good disposition and should not panic under pressure Zebra's unpredictable nature and tendency to attack preclude them from being good candidates for domestication Wild While attempts at domestication have failed, some individuals have had success training and even hybridizing zebras Common zebra mm. hybrids The uh, Zorse The Zorse The Zonkey mm. I'll let you uh-huh. figure that one out Uh... <laughs> And the Zen McClay, which is... <laughs> oh, boy. My only zebra fact I can think of is uh, last time I watched a documentary with them and a little zebra got born and the mother zebra, like, stands in front of it and blocks its view of everything else and just shows it the side of itself. And so it just it dances around it in a circle and just blocks its view for, like, a couple of minutes and then the baby zebra has memorized the mother's stripes forever. Fuck. That's pretty wild. That's, That's how sick. So they pick them out. Mm-hmm. Wow. I have no idea what my mom's stripes look like. <laughs> it's just none of my business. Now, is that because you haven't taken an interest or is it because your mom has a particularly difficult stripe pattern? Or is it because <laughs> of a sort of a negligent a. parent situation? Right, okay. I mean, <laughs> it's too complex. There, the, the, the pattern crosses too many times. There's no way for you to... <laughs> It's too intricate. I've seen too your mother's stripes. They're very nice. Yeah, that's, hmm. uh, the sound of explosions in the sky, presumably not the band of the same name, startled their conservatory full of critters, and when Mandy went to calm them down, she was met by a grim scene. She said, oh, no. quote, It was horrendous. The bangs and flashes had triggered a mother possum's fight-or-flight response, and she had eaten her ten full-week-old babies. Oh, no. Oh, no. Fuck. <laughs> Which is an insane, like, fuck. Well, the shit's going down, time to eat my babies. <laughs> Imagine she gets, like, through six and go, oh, oh, I don't know if I can make it <laughs> another four. All right, just stealing herself. 
This is what what will oh, happen. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even hungry anymore. <laughs> I'm not even hungry. All of those like uh, American prepper families. This is going to happen when like the internet goes down because of some power line fault or whatever. But mm. they're like, all right, this shit hit, has hit the fan. The nukes are going, and then they go and headshot all of their children. This is exactly the same situation. It's very dark. Very, mm. very dark stuff. Uh. <laughs> I believe it deeply in my heart. <laughs> Uh, quote, the other animals were throwing... Oh, sorry. No, I got to... The other oh! animals were throwing themselves at the cages and bouncing off the glass, or they went completely still. They didn't know what was going on, and there was an awful noise. We lost two beach mice, two stack lemmings, and a couple of bandit voles. <laughs> stack lemmings? Bandit voles? <laughs> beach mice as well. This is not the first the beach time mice. Yeah, beach is in um, double E, not as in oh, like the beach. I was, I was hoping their will would <laughs> give away tiny mice. little beach balls or whatever, and a little, you know, they're in yeah. their will the the beach mice's little bucket, huh. little spade, you know, some Although, sunscreen. The fuck beach Google. mice wear wear board shorts like this, <laughs> like this. <laughs> I've googled beach mice, and it's auto corrected to the spelling of beach. Oh. It's, I, I've googled uh, stack lemmings and have determined that the stack is the sixth level of the crazy difficulty featured in Oh No More Lemmings. No, you're th- you know you're mis- They're actually not. It's not stack lemmings. It's actually stacked lemmings. These are lemmings <laughs> with big anime titties. <laughs> fucking caked up. <laughs> have, I, have I got the tone of this podcast right? I don't know. Yeah, just, I I'm, I'm, I'm shooting everywhere. Just tell me where yeah. I'm meant to be going. Yeah, the titties angle will serve you well. Yeah. Uh, Okay, everything I've tried to search for here, I've been fucking autocorrected. None of the animals this woman has listed are real. She's just making up animals for insurance purposes. Yeah, that's how exotic they are. I have no results for beach mice, I have no results for stack lemmings, and I have no results for bandit voles. It's like fucking, you know that episode of The Simpsons where they go to the uh, the medieval fair Mm -hmm. and they've just like taped a fucking rabbit to a pigeon or whatever? (laughs) This is what this woman is doing. Oh, a stack pigeon. Yeah. (laughs) This is... I'm actually relatively troubled by this. Is it that this woman has invented her own terminology for the animals that she has, or she just lost a couple of regular mice and was trying yeah, to sort of fraudulent. jazz it up? This is all fraudulent, I reckon. Um, the- having, having said that, though, I am actually on the side of her with regards to uh, the unnecessary nature of fireworks. Absolutely. Um, I think fireworks are fucking bull. I was alive when the Sydney 2000 Olympics uh, occurred in my city were. of Sydney. Yeah. Um, and as a result of that, I reckon there was like fireworks every night for like three weeks or whatever the fuck, however long the, um, that goes for. I reckon since then, I've just had no interest in fireworks. Anytime I look at them, boring. I don't care. Um, I, I think I'm holding out. I'm kind of tired of them now. As mm. a, you know, I've seen a lot of them since I was a child. I'm holding sure. out for lining up the correct cocktail of being on drugs and watching fireworks for maybe that being like a transcendent, amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the noises might right? scare you. Yeah. But yeah. It depends what the drugs are. But have as, as a Brisbane local, have you worked out what cocktail of drugs you want to take during the 2032 Brisbane Olympics? I think it might be uh, whatever will put me into a coma for three months. <laughs> heroin. It's definitely heroin. <sighs> Surely it's only eleven me. years away, Ben. Come on. I'll be dead by then. It's kind of <laughs> Theo will have to still be alive by then for the sake of his child. Uh, but mm. I'll be out. Yeah. I will have peaced out before yeah. that comes around. Hmm. Look forward to that. I'll watch as much of it as I did the last Olympics. Ben dying. Oh, Olympics. Okay. I won't. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be given an opportunity to watch Ben dying. 
Uh, I will be live streaming it. It is going to be grim. <laughs> Fuck. You, you want to do it during one of the boring sports, though. Don't do it All during the 100 meter final because no one will watch your death, you know? Yeah, true. that's true. Yeah. Got to do it to one, one of those wacky sports that, um, you know, people don't really get around. Imagine what the bloody sports will be by 2032. I bet TikTok will be one of the sports, what with because oh of how things are going <laughs> wow. in the world. That's. <laughs> By That's 2032, so I imagine one of the sports will be paying attention to a good book. Because <laughs> of how difficult it would be for this what? generation. Incredible. I didn't realise that we had, in fact, got Ben on this podcast. That's tremendous. <laughs> Our minds have melded at this point. We can't. I'm so sorry. Uh, since we're all declaring how old we are, I did, see a, uh, I did see an account online the other day called Influencers in the Wild. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah, all... It's genuinely it's all... depressing. It's all videos where somebody has spotted somebody else out in public who is very clearly making a video for TikTok or Instagram or whatever. Oh, that's so they're just like they're in a like a crowded touristy area with no music doing the big dance or like twerking in front of everybody while their boyfriend does Flossing, the video. Yeah. 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 yeah and something about it like the 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 dead silence other than this person's shoes hitting the ground while they're <laughs> flopping around all the people standing near them just looking with a mixture of like amusement and disgust something about it just really hmm. like you said Theo really genuinely bleak stuff <laughs> I think we're proud to say on this show that we have never influenced anybody no That's we've so maybe true. influenced some people to stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Oh, so positive, positive influences. Sort of, yeah. sort of a yeah, Good vibes. net zero there. Yeah, we're getting rid of the dead weight and only the the people that are willing to put up with this bullshit. Are you tired of paying nothing for the same old superior quality free episodes of the Bunta Vista podcast? Do you want less politics and more content about diarrhea or animals gone wild? Are you tired of skipping through those hours upon hours of paid product placement? For Mark Wahlberg film Shooter. Well, boy, do I have the offer of a lifetime for you. That's right, for just five US dollars a month, you too can be a premium VIP member of the Bunta Vista Patreon. That's right, just five US dollars for all of our bonus episodes. That's over 300 hours of content from the hosts you know and definitely tolerate. I'll even throw in access to our glamorous and exclusive Discord server, where bizarre arguments only happen once or twice a week at most. Head to patreon.com slash Vista. Sign up in the next five minutes and I won't know because that's not my job, but you'll be enjoying the sweet satisfaction of supporting us and we will love you romantically for it. That's my promise to you. Good vibes only. I mean, uh, you know, like we do, we do, hey, we do some positive public service stuff on this podcast. We alert yeah. people to some the dangers <laughs> out there. We alert people to the, the, the nefarious crooks of the world coming after them with their dodgy scams. And we got another one for you in... Scam watch. This is from NBC News. Never heard of it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Man Take arrested. that, Brian Williams, you fucking nobody. <laughs> Man arrested after being accused of impersonating police in Wilton. Wilton police have arrested a man accused of impersonating police in Wilton over the weekend. Officials said 41-year-old David Rosen from White Plains, New York, was arrested after officers saw him driving at a high speed with red and blue flashing lights on the dashboard on Danbury Road. Not a great look. I mean, 
it like, is if no one asks you about it. Oh, I mean, it's a good look for him in the sense that if he's trying to appear to be a cop, it's a good look. But um, that's when, about as good as that look gets. When the police mm. pull you over, though, and they start in on giving you that talking to. Not a what good if look. they were? What if they were wrong though? What if they pulled him over and he was actually an undercover cop, and they, they've just, they've cost someone their life. He was driving as fast as he can with the lights on in his unmarked car to catch fucking Buffalo Bill or whatever. This is all they, what Theo's saying to the police after being pulled over. And they're just like, over. hey, hey, hey. I might not really be a cop, away. but what if I was? <laughs> what if I was, though? That'd be crazy. Anyway, gotta what go. If, what if you'd taken a giant pair of ceremonial scissors and just snipped right through the thin blue line? That's what you've done. <laughs> hmm. You know how it's illegal to impersonate a cop? Yeah. Is there any <laughs> other it, yeah. occupation that it's illegal to impersonate? Probably doctor. You can't... Pre- well, actually, I guess, like, you can't practice medicine, but you can probably tell people you're a doctor, and that's fine. Like, no one's going to yeah. arrest you for that. Um, it yeah. is. It's definitely... Uh, you definitely get in trouble for, for stealing valour, mm. right? For putting on medals and saying yeah, you're a veteran. Sort of we, but that's not actually like a crime, though? Like cops oh, yeah, they, you, you can get charged. Like, we had a story We had a story on this show several years ago, I reckon. Never heard it. About a guy, a guy who like um, told a story just like in a country pub about, you know, being in Afghanistan or something. And everyone was like, holy fuck, that's amazing. We're all going to buy you beers and everything. And then the next time he came into the pub, they were like, tell us another story about the war. <laughs> and he went, oh, fuck. And told him another story. And then it just it just kept going to the point where he had like ordered medals online, and he was giving like uh, motivational Damn. talks at the local high school. And then <sighs> so at some point, like you know, the Department of Defense or whatever rolls up and says, "Yo, those aren't real medals or anything, and there's Fuck. there's something that they can charge you with." And yeah, right. I, I distinctly remember the transcript from the court case where the guy was like, "Yeah, that just all got really out of hand." And and again, I don't mean to uh, make this uh, podcast political, but didn't Hillary Clinton like genuinely get in trouble for saying that she was in a war zone? Yeah, so she was under fire, like under sniper Mm, fire in in Uh, Bosnia. And then they had footage of it, and she's just like walking off the plane normally. Then there was the Elizabeth Warren thing. What was the Elizabeth Warren one? What she claimed that she was Native Native American American descent. Is that the thing? Well, she spent she spent decades saying that, and like. Just, yeah, uh, and then and then she did that thing where like Donald Trump went get a DNA test and she went okay and it came back and said you're a white lady and she had Oof. to go oh sorry everyone like she wow. someone once again forced to apologize for being white typical <laughs> <laughs> oh you I, hate to mm, see it you could you get in trouble be... for saying you're a fireman or a fire a firefighter do you reckon like. Uh, I, again, I think the context is relevant. I suspect that if you were at a house party and you told a lady, <laughs> I'm a fireman, you should see my calendar. I don't have one on me. I don't have any pictures on my phone mm. of it for some reason. But if you come back to my place, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I don't think... But if you put on the uniform and show up at the scene of a, of a mm. fire and say, hey, guys, I'm here for the fire... I surely you can get in some kind of trouble for anything uh, emergency worker related. Yeah, I people say. certainly don't appreciate you pretending to be a dog catcher. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just the way you were doing that. You were doing sort of an Ocean's Eleven heist, but at the pound, we're just stealing <laughs> eighty dogs. <laughs> well, I was stealing dogs destined for the pound. I think. <laughs> I hear they've got exotic rodents in there. 
This is. I know this is not like a. It's Quora, so it's not a reputable source. Um, but <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Kevin De Beer here uh, is answering the question: Is it illegal to impersonate a pilot? It depends. Sometimes. It depends how and where you are impersonating a pilot and to what end. Mm-hmm. In general, no, it's mm-hmm. not illegal. If you want to put an arrow shirt and some epaulets and yep. hang around the hotel bar trying to get laid by telling women you are a pilot, knock yourself out, buddy. If you want to put your Got arms it. out like little wings and run around the room <laughs> making zoom noises. And say, I just got into town and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> no Te- law against Technically it. not illegal. Uh, impersonating a lawyer, I think, is maybe a criminal act. Oh, that's fucking it. bullshit. That's <laughs> fucking bullshit. Also, when they say impersonating, I mean, obviously, obviously, literally, I mean, that means, you know, like, oh, stop, I'm an officer of the law or whatever. Yes. But what if you just, like, could do a fucking great cop impression? Like, there was, like, a local officer <laughs> and you could actually just nail the impression. You could do the voice and the mannerisms and everything. Could you get in trouble for that? You know? but, you, what, for impersonating a specific police officer? Yeah, being like, well, I think we all know Sergeant Bentley, and I think we all know he sounds a little bit like this. Harmon, harmon, harmon. <laughs> I think uh, in America, you'd be protected under America's uh, same robust parody laws that allowed We at Al to do what he does. Uh, <laughs> over here, not so much. Your Honor, Your Honor, I um, I invoke the Weird Al defense. <laughs> I, I didn't... Uh, it- it took me ages for that to click with me until I saw it pointed out somewhere that you can just, you can do the parodying whatever, like in an episode of South Park, if it's set at Target, they just have the Target logo and they yep. say, we are working at Target, which is- Yeah, uh, it's, it's how you can do that, uh, the whole Nathan Fielder, like bad Starbucks thing or whatever the fuck it was called. Oh, dumb Starbucks. Yeah. Mm. What an you episode. Know? Can't do that over here. You can't no, just- No, you fucking can't. Yeah, fascists. Regular <laughs> All I Starbucks to do is, uh, will be on to your quick smart. I want to do a parody of a Shannon Knoll song, but it's about grammar. And they <laughs> fucking won't let me do it. H- whom about me? It's like how this podcast began as a, um, I think, a parody of the, what, 2004, um, mm-hmm. like, Cuban All-Stars, um, like, vaguely salsa uh, hit the Buena Vista Social Club documentary. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And then we found out the legal ramifications of that in Australia and uh, mm. we had to completely pivot away from what we were doing. Yeah. It used to be you guys in elaborate hats smoking cigars and driving 50s cars. But now... Oh, God, imagine if that was your life, though. You're just drinking exotic rums, smoking oh, cigars, driving big, weirdly rounded 50s cars. Hanging out with, I think, the guitarist Ry Kuda was on that album, I think. I was going to say, know. I would give anything to go to Cuba and hang out with Ry Kuda. That's, <laughs> that's absolutely... Uh, Raikuda, no, was, if you're listening to this, <laughs> yeah, Raikuda went to Cuba and assembled a band. That's what that, the, is that is that what is that what the Buena Vista Social Club is? Yeah, yeah, right. It's sort of like the God. Avengers from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> it's a lot like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in in almost every way. Yeah. Do you remember where you're up to in this story? I sure do. Mm. Police said that they determined Rosen had used the red and blue flashing lights to stop a vehicle on Danbury Road earlier in the evening, at which time he got out of the car and identified himself as a police officer while yelling at the other driver before fleeing the scene, just like the real cops. Yeah. Got a friend whose uh, younger brother used to be a security guard years and years and years ago. And 
he just had like you know you know how like uh you can get the sort of for construction sites just like the yellow flashing light that you can stick yeah. on top of your car. Oh he, yeah. He had one of those and he would just use that to pull people over. <laughs> that that's insane. I mean, that's, yeah, it would be like someone's <laughs> making me really mad in traffic. I'm gonna flip this thing on and people would pull over and then he would yell at them and flee the scene. One of my uh one of my dear friends who was also a listener of this show listener of the show Aaron who just got a, a like a Hilux from a like a fleet of work Hiluxes had safety lights on it uh, and she took them off like Boo. immediately was like no I don't need these and then had them removed it, I think like every single one of us who knows her was just like what the fuck is wrong with you why didn't you keep those it's like a weird little extra bit of power you get there I would have kept them for sure rookie mistake you know you yeah. can pull up pull up right out the front of uh the Woolworths, flip them on, run inside yeah. and get your milk, you know? And everyone's like, oh, shit, well, they must be stopped there for roadworks or something. Oh. But no, you're getting must your milk. Must be a sinkhole around. Must be here to pick up a... <laughs> a sinkhole. Uh, must be here to pick up a trolley with a wonky wheel. <laughs> Rosen admitted that he did try to pull a car over on Interstate 95 after they had cut him off. Great. Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. Wonderful. It's the one Go reason to do it. Didn't was- the guy... You, do you know that uh, American... Congressman Matt Gates, mm-hmm. who's currently uh, getting done for um, sort of child sex trafficking, etc. Yes. Or is it under investigation for that, I should say? Or at least there have been suggestions that he's definitely associated with it. And yeah, also, he's, yeah, he's got a, a weird face. Yeah, there's been an FBI thing going on around him. I think he got done, or the reason he is in investigations is because the guy, he was like good friends with the guy who pretended to be a cop. Um, and and that's how that started to unravel. Fuck! I wish I I wish I had a better recollection of what that story was, so I didn't fuck oh. up the retelling of it. There yeah, must be there must be so many people out there doing some variety of that. Just being like, um, what's that? The cunt police minister guy that uh, David, David Elliot, Elliot. Yeah. who was just like, hey, I'm basically the boss of the police. When he got pulled <laughs> over for speeding, like and the guy, and the kid was like, wait, no, it was because he um. He got in a road rage he accident. He got in a little like, fender bender with a That's team. Right. Yeah, and he got out and he's like, hey, I'm the police's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. That's a, some lightning behind you there. Yeah. Fan. Very wow. atmospheric. Uh, this Second is, of course, an audio medium. Yeah. But we can see. But this big... on Halloween, the 30th of September. Yep. Ooh. Ooh. Halloween Eve. <laughs> Okay, sorry to uh, sorry to have googled something and then come back to you, but yeah. So Please. Matt Gra- Matt Gates, um, Matt Gates, because of Matt how much Grates. you like his politics, because you're also right wing. <laughs> yeah, uh, Matt okay. Gates, nineteen twenty twenty. Come on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Shout out to friends of the show, the Greats. Um, I, I think occasionally uh, some of them um, listen to this. So he was uh, Matt Gates, G A E T Z has denied all these allegations, but the reason they came up was because they believe um, former Seminole County tax collector Joel Greenberg uh, was an associate of his and met through... met uh, He was he was allegedly the person who set up the website... or sorry, who used the website to introduce um, people f- to Gates to have sex with, right? Now, Joel Greenberg, he, during the uh, 2019 uh, campaign, he... Is alleged to have created fake Facebook accounts and um, sent falsified letters making claims of sexual misconduct against an opponent during his uh, tax collector um, 
uh, what's the word, campaign, but also impersonated a law enforcement officer in both stopping a woman while driving and trying to evade a speeding ticket himself. So in one instance, he got pulled over being like, hey, you're speeding. And he was like, I think you'll find I'm actually the cop here. (laughs) Which is fucking bold to pretend to be a cop to the cops. Turning the tables. Just like holding up a mirror to the policeman and trying to trick him (laughs) like he's a bird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, Yeah. I mean, sounds like he's got some nice friends. Matt Matt Gatz. Gates. Goods. Gates, I believe. I fucking hate his fucking Johnny Bravo-ass fucking face Mm. and hair. Mm. You know, it's not right to attack someone for their personal appearance, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. He looks like fucking stinks. fucking punchable. Jesus. Lead pipe for that man. For me, it's the tiny little eyes. He does like that. Little shrew like eyes, doesn't he? Yeah, it's no good. Yuck. Don't care for it. Uh, Rosen was subsequently arrested and faces charges, including criminal impersonation of a police officer, second degree breach of peace, engaging in pursuit, reckless driving, improper use of coloured flashing lights, and more. That's a funny crime. Improper use of coloured flashing lights. Coming down, busting up the rave. Yep, you like your sequence is all off. It's not in those... time with the music. Horrible, like thirty dollar DJ light things you've bought from store DJ in your living room. And You're leaning like, way too hard on sucks. the strobe. <laughs> Calm it down. <laughs> yeah, I did see somebody uh, writing about the Matt Gates thing the other day and saying, "Whatever happened with that? Is he just not going to prison for the many, many crimes he was accused of?" And sometimes, you know, a new story, it just it. It bubbles up and everyone's like, whoa, 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 look at all this. And then you just don't hear anything about it again. And that leads us to our next segment. I'm going to play the theme for it right here. Okay. It's the Nothing to Report report. Uh, This is the... (laughs) (laughs) this This is pretty good. This is the segment in which uh, we let you know about things where, you know, there's probably you don't have to worry about following up on that. Yeah. It's fine. It seems like the problem just kind of sorted itself out. We don't really have anything to report in this report. This comes to us by way of the Associated Press. Las Vegas police found 30 boa constrictors in a home and then determined that nothing was amiss. <laughs> Great. 29, 30. All right. Well, Time to get out of here. Buy the book. <laughs> Nothing to see here, <laughs> officer. Is <laughs> uh, a wildly wriggling man? He's <laughs> doing the uh, the hypnotizing eyes from like a car in the jungle book, you know? <laughs> oh, let's get out of here. How many snakes do you think legally you should be allowed to own? What do you reckon? Two. One. Two max? One. Yeah. One. Like, One. What are, you, are you showing off, you know? What's the what? Uh, what do snakes are they social animals? Would they like to have a friend? That is such a wonderful question. I, I have my no gut idea. feeling is no, <laughs> but just like because you never see two snakes at a time, you know. Like if you're bushwalking, or whatever, you only ever see one snake. Mm. You've never got a friend with it. No, they probably go into their holes to fuck or whatever. Mm. Oh, Actually, I have no idea how snakes do it. No, most, I... most of us fuck in our holes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe how you do Not it. me. I need to be in public. No, that's gross. I how would here, they meet? If someone owned like five snakes, yeah, I would immediately um, begin to question their character. Although based on nothing really, but if someone owned like 
like at five, I'm like asking questions. At ten, I'm like, that's a problem. And I yeah. don't know why it's a problem, but for me, ten snakes is a problem. Yeah. I'd, I'd never do five because, you know, one double date and a snake is really getting its feelings hurt. Left out in the cold. I couldn't do that. Mm. Ten, mm. like, are you starting to, is it an addiction? Uh, but maybe past ten, maybe it's a business pursuit, you know? Maybe it's an investment portfolio of a kind. Oh, sure. Look, you have a business license, as mo- own as many snakes as you want. I'm just saying, like, for personal use, these snakes. For recreational consumption <laughs> of snakes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, these are my yeah. personal snakes. 28 grams max, absolutely. All right. yeah. What about, like, dogs or something then? How many dogs do you think your person should be allowed to own? Three max. Mm. Interesting. Three dogs or four cats. Yeah, four, four cats, cats but three okay. dogs. Why yeah. more cats than dogs? Dogs are a handful. Yeah. Yeah, they're oh, cats. I guess you don't have to walk cats as much, do you? No. I don't even think they like to be walked, generally speaking. They right. kind of got their own shit going on. Dogs really That's need true. you to get them through life doing stuff with them. Cats are just like, you know, whatever. I'm looking after myself. You keep doing you, I'll keep doing me. You get out the harness, the dog is loving it. Oh, my God. Literally, I get Louis' harness out, and he will, like, come up to me and put his head through it. He's like, here we go. Put it on. I would do up. If I had prehensile thumbs, I'm fucking clipping this shit up. Now, try showing a harness to a cat. You know? Won't even recognize it. Their stupid brains won't even be able to understand what it is. They're too busy daydreaming about cartoon fish to understand what a harness is. Try showing any object to a cat. <laughs> they won't look at it. They're not. They're, they're just not trying to show enthusiasm for anything. Get them out of the house. I know some people are out there walking their cats. Good on you. That's nice. We saw we saw two cat walkings in a single day. We went to Mount Tambourine, big big center for cat walking. Apparently, <laughs> it's the cat walking center of Queensland. Cat, that's right. <laughs> cat walking capital. Uh, cat, so capital. Hmm. Mm. Mm. I'll give you some time with that one. Okay. Investigators came across the snakes Tuesday during an unspecified law enforcement investigation. Okay. Uh, I knew it. I knew it. That many snakes, they're definitely dealing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they promptly called Clark County Animal Control, the Las Vegas Review Journal reported. The county agency responded, quote, and determined the possession of the animals was not criminal. Police spokesman Larry Hadfield said in an email. That's are those the two greatest words to hear? <laughs> hmm. Not the, technically a crime. <laughs> uh, never convicted. You know what uh, kind of were they? Boa, did you say they were boa constrictors? Thirty thirty boa, boa constrictors. constrictors. That's right. I'm He's just... not even diversifying his snake portfolio. Mm-mm. He's put all his <laughs> eggs in one basket, and they love eating eggs. You know. Uh, I'm just looking now at the uh, Queensland biosecurity laws. Boa constrictors are an illegal species in Queensland. Hmm. Um, so you not only you wouldn't even be allowed to have one boa wow. constrictor. God, America is such a better country than than Australia in so many ways. <laughs> hmm. uh, like- I'm pretty sure they're illegal in most parts of Australia. Actually, the boa constrictor, um, which is, you know, is a real how, recurring how theme on this get? podcast that we will do stories about, especially escaped animals in America, hmm. where. You know, the the story makes a really big deal out of how crazy and exotic the animal is and how wild it is that it's loose in that city. And then the last sentence will in- invariably be, it's not illegal to own this animal in this city. Everyone's <laughs> like, holy fuck, this guy had a jaguar? And at the bottom, it's like, you can own a jaguar with a permit and it's fine. 
I just love Fucking it. Crazy. I love freedom so much. Mm. Love freedom. You are free f- to be killed in your own house by your thirty boa constrictors. Oh, imagine though. Um, a friend getting... of mine has a job at. He works for yeah. Congratulations! <laughs> but um, so you know, one non-podcaster, incredible. Uh, yeah, a friend of mine works for like the government in whatever the border. Oh fuck this! I'm so stupid. Border but force, the- <laughs> Australian Border Patrol. It's Peter Dutton. My friend is Peter Dutton. No, <laughs> a friend of mine works in like whatever the you can't bring that into the country. Um, part of the I guess it's border, border force. Border I don't force? know. I want to say yeah. yeah. But- yeah. Um, but his job is for uh, weapons. So when someone wants to bring in a weapon and they need to apply for a permit, uh, and it's like a tricky situation, it goes to him. So like most weapons that you want to bring into Australia, like a for example a big gun or whatever, it's pretty obvious. Like no, that gun's too big. You can't bring it in or whatever. It's too fast. You can't bring it in. But then like there are some things where it's like uh, like uh, he was telling us a guy as a couple of years back wanted to bring in a tank. Oh yeah. Um, and he was like, don't worry, I'll get the, the, the gun filled up or whatever with cement. So I can't actually fire. It. I just want to have it on my farm to like fang around in, sure. um, fang around the property. But they were like, no, you can't have a tank in on your property because like if people walk by, there's no way they'll know that it's like just a, I don't know, an ornate tank, like an, an antique tank. It'll, you know, and it'll look like there's a military like exercise going on. Um, so he wasn't allowed to bring in the tank. What if he permanently like got a little flag to hang out of the cannon? Well, <laughs> just said like bang, bang. bang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, I think so. The, like, you've got to be like a kind of a museum or a collector or whatever to have like special reasons to bring out, bring in tanks and stuff. But this is my friend's job all day. He's just got, like crazy old men asking him, "Hey, can I have this gun or whatever? Can I have this like you know this big bomb from World War Two? Can I have this tank?" <laughs> He's just like, "Can I have a submarine?" He's like, "Fucking crazy old men." I have a partially deactivated sea mine. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> have I um. Have I ever told the story on here about my brother's honeymoon? I haven't heard it, so I would love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, Hing, if you can remember whether he's told that or not, and yeah, let us know, yeah. that would be great. If you can go back through the several hundred episodes. Um, my my brother got married uh, a bunch of years ago now, many years ago, and uh, him and his wife went to Japan for their honeymoon. And so they go around to the shops and stuff and uh, buying things. And... He was like, ooh, cool. Airsoft pistols. You know the ones yep. that, that just shoot the little pellets, you know? But they look for all the world like handguns. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, ah, these are very cool. I don't know if I'm allowed to take those home. Yeah. Uh, but he so was I- so excited, he went on straight onto the plane, yeah. started firing them <laughs> in the air. Into well, the air, cowboy style. So, so his... Uh, his solution to this was he was like i'm just gonna mail these to myself and they'll go through customs and if i'm not allowed to have them they won't let me have them you know yeah they'll just take no them harm out. no foul yep yeah uh so he did that and with a couple of things and then um a few weeks later he got like a letter in the mail from customs that said uh your package has been exploded <laughs> um, <laughs> so like about about one of his packages right and he was like oh, i guess that answers that question uh, and then, you know, another week or two after that, at like five or six in the morning, there's a very loud banging at the door. And it's um, a police officer with a whole bunch more police officers, and they are there to raid his house. Shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and so they come through and and he says, I, I'm guessing this is about the plastic guns. Mm. No, and it's about the weird Japanese pornos. <laughs> <laughs> so You've so got th- these um, boa constrictors that don't have the <laughs> regulation amount of titties. <laughs> um, two each. Your lemmings are too stacked, <laughs> sir. <laughs> So, so they come through and raid the house and they go through and search everything and pull all the drawers out and all that sort of stuff. And they're like, we're looking for illegal weapons. We're looking for weapons. And he was like, okay, I, I tried to send myself a toy. It appears I'm not allowed to have the toy, right? <laughs> and they said, we are looking for illicit weapons. Um, and then they charged him with trying to import weapons from overseas. Fuck. Because in Australia, uh, you know, a replica pistol that can be reasonably mistaken for a real gun, if you were to, like, hold up a servo with that, they will treat that the same as if you had robbed the servo with a real gun, mm. right? Because to the person who's being robbed, kind, yeah. of, kind of feels a lot like you're having a real gun pointed at you, you know? Yeah, unless you're Vinnie Jones in the movie Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I don't think any of our listeners are, though. You are. You need. You to don't be think able any to... of our listeners are bullet tooth Tony from the film Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? I know. I mean, one of the chances. My wife. Unlikely. My wife has been watching The Masked Singer with my kids, and Psycho. and they. My kids love the part where they're meant to take the mask off and they stand there shouting, "Take it off! Take it off!" And then uh, they take the thing off, and my five-year-old goes, "Oh my god, it's Vinnie Jones!" No fucking idea. Got no idea who That's Vinnie so Jones beautiful. is. You know, Wait, no. you don't know. Maybe you're a, uh, maybe you, maybe yeah, your five year old is a huge uh, ex footballer <laughs> turned uh, actor fan. You know, you don't know. Maybe, maybe she's been watching his director streaming releases for the last couple of years. You, I don't know. You, I don't involve myself in her business. Vinnie Jones, like Vinnie Jones, Vinnie, Vinnie Jones. Jones was on the Masked Singer. Correct. Yeah. I think they they blew their wad in the first episode there. Uh, so what the fuck. Jesus. So my so my brother gets charged with attempting to import weapons from overseas and he has cool. to get a lawyer and he has to go to Sydney to attend court. And at every stage of this, right, he's getting interviewed by the cops down at the police station and he's saying, look, here's exactly what happened. I mailed it. It was stupid. Clearly, I shouldn't have done it. But that's exactly what happened. Cooperating with everything, you know, and they were like, you're going down. <laughs> It's time to charge you to the fullest extent of the law, and uh, I then love it, it when finally justice is served. Yeah, and then it finally made its things. way to court, where a judge had a cursory glance at the case and then said, "Please go home. This is fucking stupid." <laughs> Sorry, everybody so, wasted everybody's time. Did your brother ever get his guns? He did not. <laughs> I think they were been exploded, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, they sent him another thing saying you have 30 minutes to pick up your cube. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hot tip for you. Uh, do not post replica pistols to yourself from Japan Shit. Uh, in the early 2000s. Try hey, not to do I, it. Can I ask you guys something in confidence? I don't... Yeah. I, yeah. Won't, I won't tell just anyone. Sort of, just between, mm. between you. Hey, do you, ever, do you ever get the thing where you're like, I don't know, you're particularly like stuffed up nasally. Mm-hmm. And you go to blow your nose and you blow your nose and like air comes out of one of your eyeballs. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, no, I've never had that. We got one, that basic, one air... No, that's never happened to me. Okay, one, one air eyeball. Relate to that. It feels like a little little squeaky noise inside your brain, Theo? 
It 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 does, and and there's literally like air kind of just going out of my out of my your, eyeball. Your pipes might be. No, no, my pipes are fine. I have. Oh, it doesn't sound like they're fine. It sounds like they're leaking. They should be airtight. Yeah, yeah that should be sealed. Looked, doctors have looked at my pipes and said, "Look, you got perfectly normal pipes." I don't think you can swim at this point because it's just yeah. going to come in through the. Well, I, I, if I were you, Theo, that's not the reason. I would why go I to Bunnings or another swim. hardware store and purchase some uh, industrial grade silicon seal. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah. I would. I can see where you going with this, Just add that to your eyes, where your mm. tear ducts are, and yeah. then around can, the whole base of it. Yeah, no, I thought then you want to close my, your eyes, do another yeah. layer, and just probably seal your entire eyes shut with silicon. I thought yeah. that's like where you might be going, but I actually need my my tear ducts to cry. Um, <laughs> okay, so, you can just do the act of crying without the tears coming out, and still I have just the sort symbolic of like gesture. Scrunching my scrunching my like fists up, like twisting them in my yeah, eyes. Yeah, like and a stuff cartoon going, baby. Wow, yeah. wow. Well, ideally, I <laughs> think it's simply think not the same. You want to paint mm. your whole face white first and get a beret. Um, bit of uh, like yeah. some black black diamonds on the upper mm-hmm. and lower parts of your eyes, yeah. and then you can really. Really go to town. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Like white white face paint doesn't really work on me, but I I am getting what you what you're going for there. <laughs> I mean, you can always oh, really face upset paint me. Brother. Get Give accused me of putting of fake tan on. <laughs> <laughs> there you wearing bronzer like an English girl at Ibiza. Hmm. Uh, now I did try and sort of ham-fistedly get this in at the start, and then we got derailed. But um, Hing, do you want to talk about your TV show that you've got? Oh, yeah. Um, If people are at all interested, uh, it's called Letters and Numbers. It is returning to SBS. The... uh, I I mean, for international listeners, SBS is sort of like um, ethnic PBS here in Australia. (laughs) Um, It's so good, isn't it? It was a... It's a a station that was started in the 70s to, you know, service uh, multicultural communities, but has since widened its... widened its uh, reach to take on any underserved communities, um, ethnic or otherwise. Um... (laughs) But uh, yeah, so we're doing we're doing a comedy show called uh, Letters and Numbers. It's actually called Celebrity Letters and Numbers because technically, it's um, comedians playing the games, not regular folk. It's oh, like so you count- might have people oh. like uh, Tom Walker and Demi Lardner on there, for instance. Well, no, I mean people <laughs> like them, but not them. Huh. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Uh, but you know, uh, people with I would I would imagine slightly better managers than Tom and Demi <laughs> uh, were. <laughs> Uh, my closest friends in the world. No, um, uh, yeah, no, it's it's so it's it's like if in the UK or elsewhere you might have seen eight out of ten cats does countdown. It's the same sort of format as that, but um, you know, I'm not Jimmy Carr, so don't watch it expecting me to be because you'll be wildly disappointed. Um, it's a puzzle game show, you know. So you've done less tax fraud. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes, well, I don't get paid enough to do it. You're right, you're <laughs> um, jokes. Yeah, and some people I've already seen are quite furious that I'm uh, hosting a comedy version of the show. They wanted it to be the serious puzzle version of the show. And to them, I say, just put it on mute. It's the same fucking show. Like, you know, you can play it's, the games along without listening to my jokes. It's quite strange, I've found. Just from watching the 8 out of 10 cats uh, mm. version, is seeing uh, comedians be quite good at maths is always yeah very jarring for me. You don't have to worry as much. For our version, because okay, we've great. recorded 24 episodes of them, and for the most part, people are dog shit at the numbers game. <laughs> uh, I'm talking Merrick Watts, terrible. Matt O'Kine, terrible. <laughs> Makia Louie, terrible. All of some wonderful, funny people who are very talented in their field, but fucking none of them can do maths. Sure. I guess, you know, 
doing quick arithmetic probably doesn't come up in a lot of their days. True, it's generally. true. And, and also, I will say that on the on the small occasions that those people do get them, on the rare occasions they do get them, it is the most joyful thing you'll ever see on television. <laughs> because a lot of these people have not done maths since high school. And so, you put them under a pressure situation, you reduce them to being the teenagers they once were, you point lights in a camera at them and you go, do it in front of the nation, and then they lose their minds. But occasionally when they succeed, it's, it's, um, it's really quite glorious. Anyway, 7.30... Uh, Saturday nights on SBS. Uh, it's called Celebrity Letters and Numbers. I'm on it. David Astle, Lily Serna, um, and some really funny comedians. When does that? Uh, when does that start airing? Saturday the second of October. There's twelve eps, so it'll take us to the end of the year, and then there's season two will come out next year as well, which we've already shot. Oh, wonderful! Uh, just uh, I don't want to, you know, no don't, don't stereotypes you? or anything here. But um, how did <laughs> how did Aaron Chen go with the uh, with the maths the maths how did problems? He go? I think he was pretty. I think he was dog shit as well from memory. Ah, well, good on him. Basically, he might have got one or two, but he was pretty bad at them. I was, <laughs> I mean, I was, I was by far the best person at the maths aside from yeah, Billy, I bet whose job it is to do the maths. I am. That's that nameless I'm, private school. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Honestly, it was embarrassing how good I was at the maths. At, 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 towards the end of the shoot, we shot twenty four episodes of it in like ten days or something, which um was fucking bonkers, but. Towards the end of it, I could mostly get it just by looking at the maths thing, and I had to stop playing it because I was getting too derisive for the of the guests. <laughs> <laughs> like there was a point where I was I, like, literally, there were times where I was like, well, this one's easy, you morons, and then people didn't get it, and I was like, Can't, do you do you, do you, how do you feel? Honestly, it's so easy. And then I was like, there's a couple of episodes where quite, um, I would think quite boorishly, I ask Lily if I can do it because none of the contestants got it. Um, <laughs> It's yeah, it's, wow. it's not me. I'm a best, honestly. Yeah, that probably uh, stops being like fun and jocular and starts just becoming about a man becoming mega maniacal about his ability to do simple sums. Yeah, yeah. In it's a comedy not my program, most quality. If I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. Well, right, well, uh, yeah. Keep an eye out for Michael Higg losing his yep. mind about how yep. good he is at addition uh, in front of a bunch of comedians who are essentially there to make people laugh. I can do puzzles faster than you. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank um, you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, next time you need to promote something, you just contact us directly and we'll, um, yeah. you know, we could probably just do that. Yeah, sure, sure. Just ask anytime. We'd love to do it. It'd be really great. Uh, check out Freedom Good Home. It is very genuinely one of my very favorite podcasts in this world. Uh, uh, it is an absolute treat. You know, once every six to seven months when they release an episode, <laughs> it's just a delight. <laughs> it's real nice. <laughs> I think, honestly, um, at the moment, we're slowly working through your historical guest list for people that we would like to have on this podcast, because they're all man. people that I, like, either know personally or am mm. one person away from, and who are funny, which man. is a, and it's a nice honestly, if you Honestly, if you say, if they'll do Free to a Good Home, you'll know they'll do basically anything, honestly. That is so. true. <laughs> That's what we're Especially looking for. Especially in the early days. Like, Free to a Good Home is, like, it's, it has, like, a reasonable listenership now, but in the early days- it was man, like a thousand people or something listened to it. It was fucking no one, and it was and the people we got onto it, uh, got people we the guests we had, we were thrilled to have on there. Um, and honestly, I think if uh, you know, it, it's 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 testament to their spare time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've had comedians, some actual not like, a lot of work uh, for comedians in Australia. <laughs> you've had some celeb celebs on there like the last couple of months. I don't know yeah, which one of the two nice. of you is hustling at the moment, but you're doing a great uh, job. Yeah, we I it's nice being able to just send them a, send people a screenshot of the the analytics page and being like, you know, hey, do you want to be do you want to be listened to by this many um people on the other side of the world who won't know who you like who won't know who you are and will never engage in anything you do? 
Yep. And you almost definitely won't have like a tour or anything over here because it's yeah, national yeah, travel. Yeah, you will be allowed into our country to capitalize on this. <laughs> yeah. Pointless. Anyway, yes, Freedom Good Home. Um, it's a it's nominally a podcast about classifieds, but you know. We've run out of them, so it's just anything really now. <laughs> yeah, there's no new ones being made, so you've exhausted the finite well of humorous no, literally, Craigslist, Scott, we used to go troll Craigslist um, uh, sex message boards for fun stuff to chat about, and they've, they literally got rid of it. I think because our podcast was too powerful. Mm, um, that was probably yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't forget to check out shop.bluntavista.com. Pick yourself up a shirt if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, and it's been a pleasure to be joined by the man that my wife describes as, quote, my friend from the radio. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's your wife's name? Eleanor. Oh, Eleanor. I know Eleanor. There you go. I'm, done. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Eleanor. It's very kind that you listen to my dumb radio show. There you go. Well, that's it, everybody. Thanks very much, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.